add a bit of sunshine to your home with Easy Living Furniture's Garden Furniture Sale with stunning dining sets, cracking egg chairs and relaxing sun loungers that are in stock and ready for delivery there really is something for everyone and with an extra 10% off sale prices and free delivery over 399 now really is the time to let your garden shine Garden Sale now on Visit Easy Living Furniture Don't miss out Find your local store online at easylivingfurniture.ie Leia Healthcare Looking after you always Proud sponsors of Real Health with Carl Henry Folks, welcome to our second uh, special episode of Real Health with Carl Henry in association with Leia Healthcare. I'm delighted to be joined by Minister for Health, Simon Harris, to chat all things coronavirus. Um, Minister Harris, thank you so much for joining us. How's it going? How thank, are you? Thanks a million, Carl. I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I want to start by asking you something that I suppose no one's really asked you yet in any interview that I've seen, which is how are you uh, and how are you holding up? I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. Um I suppose, like a lot of people working really hard at this time, I'm getting an awful lot of energy and motivation from the incredible efforts of people in the health service, uh, people I'm working with day in, day out in the Department of Health, um, and actually just being really honest, the Irish people in general, because you know, there's been a number of times in the last couple of days I've had to make an appeal to people to do certain things, to help out, to sign up, to volunteer, and you know, I'm just bowled over. Um, by the amount of people saying, yeah, I'm putting my hand up. I want to help. How do I help? How do I help? So whilst we're all working, you know, ridiculously long hours, and this is the most intense thing I've ever been involved in in my life. And I've been health minister for four years. I've seen a, I've seen a lot um, in terms of intensity and crises, but never something on the scale. I'm simply the scale of this, you know, something that is all consuming. Everybody's talking about it on a constant basis. You know, no one knew what the coronavirus was a couple of weeks ago. And now people are talking about it day in, day out. So the intensity of that um, is incredible. The fact that I, I genuinely know if we get things right in the next few days and weeks, and I don't mean the government, I mean we the people get things right in the next few days and weeks, we will save thousands of lives. I mean, that is a massive responsibility that I feel that we should all feel. Um, but like I say, I'm balancing that um, with, the, with the kind of just generosity and decency of everyday people who are contacting us and saying, we want to help. And that, that's keeping me going. One thing I've been really impressed with from following your social media is you brought almost a sense of humour to some to some of the posts over the last couple of days and a real sense of positivity. How are you managing to do that with all the pressure that you're under? And my team tell me I'm not very funny anyway, but <laughs> but I mean I, I I look I just think it's so important that we we keep going as a country. Um, I think one of the biggest risks to us as a country during this is that. We let this get us down as a people. So this is going to be extraordinarily difficult. We're asking people to, to do things that just aren't natural, to keep apart from each other. You know, we're asking families to have the kids home from school, not for a day or two during the snow, but for potentially weeks and weeks and weeks. People are losing their jobs. You know, th this is massive pressure on people. And I just think throughout that, we need to try, try in so far as we can. We're all human. We all have bad moments, but try in so far as we can to kind of keep all our spirits going and um, that is our that is i think our best chance of getting through this as a people i mean that's that's what we do as irish people you know they, they talk about the metal the sense of community and positivity and i suppose i'm just any little role i can play in that as well as you know pumping out the serious messages i have to i'm just trying to do that and you know there have been so many people sending me tweets and dms and instagram posts and stuff showing me what they're trying to do 
to help mind an older person in the community um, you know keep keep an eye on uh, uh, keep an eye on a family member and I'm just trying to use my platforms I suppose to, to showcase that in the hope that it kind of motivates us all and I know similar to myself you have a young baby at home they were born yes. on, the, on the on the same day and are you yes. getting home are you getting home at all over the over the course of the, the, the last week or two yeah I mean that's 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 the toughest thing really um is the kind of normal life as we knew it um is uh, is is somewhat suspended um but look, we're, we're, all, we're all doing this for our kids uh, and we're doing it for our families and we're doing it for our futures. Um, so I don't want to make this about me because, I mean, so many doctors, nurses, guardy, defence force people, people in my own department, you know, they're, they're, they're getting up at God knows what time and getting a few hours sleep in the evening and then going and doing it all again tomorrow. And I'm just happy to be part of that army, you know. Do you think the message is sinking in around the country? Um, you know, we, I've been watching you. I've been watching the government. I've watching the news. I'm hooked, unfortunately, to my phone watching the news all the time for the updates. Yeah. And do you think the country's getting the message? I think it's really trying. Um, I think people are washing their hands in the way that they've never washed them before. <laughs> um, you know, we're having conversations about what song you should sing <laughs> at the length of time to wash your hands. Happy birthday twice, but people are getting a bit bored of that, so there's more creative things to do. Um, I think people are, are getting the cough etiquette right. You know, I, I see people now actively coughing into their elbow rather than, and that's really good. I'm worried about the social distancing, Carl. Um, I think people kind of see this as a discretionary extra or a nice to do, and it's not. Like there is a medical, a public health reason why we're all being asked to do something that's so counterintuitive, to stay apart, and um, that the best way the country can come together is to stay apart. And there's a reason that Tony Houlihan, our chief medical officer, and others are saying, will you please keep your distance? Um, will you please stay two metres apart from each other um, as much as is humanly possible? And unfortunately, you know, as I go about my life and, you know, drive through the city and go back to my own town and stuff, you still see people kind of congregating in large groups. You still do see some teenagers thinking this is just like the summer holidays. It's not. You know, I, I met some of our most senior doctors there on St. Patrick's Day and one of them said to me, she's an intensive care specialist, and she said, you know, doctors can save hundreds of lives during this crisis, but she said the people can save tens of thousands. And isn't that an amazingly powerful thing to know, that literally by washing our hands right, keeping our distance and coughing properly, we can help keep people alive in our country. So my big appeal to people is to get that social distancing right. Keep this between yourself. This is not a time because you're off school or off college to up your social life. It's actually a time to scale it back. Now, I'm sure we'll get onto this in a minute. There are things we can all do to keep in touch and mind ourselves. And that's really important too. But um, I just can't emphasize that enough. So my appeal going into this weekend is please, please, please um, redouble your efforts in terms of the social distancing. And I'm tweeting and pushing out on Instagram and stuff exactly what that looks like. Um, but roughly speaking, it's two meters between you and other people. Yeah, I think that the, the, the press conferences have been fantastic and how they've been laid out with the big yellow two-meter gaps. Yeah. They've been really, really, visually really impressive and it's hammering at home because everyone's watching it and it's been a really important way of showing people. And the supermarkets are now following suit, I think, with, with, with the distance markers themselves. Exactly. The, fact that you're, the fact that you're traveling around a huge amount, you're in studios, you're in recordings, you know, you're in government, you're in the Doyle. Are you concerned yourself about catching it? You know, we got to be realistic. Um, an awful lot of people in this country are going to get the coronavirus. It's possible a majority of us in this country could get the coronavirus. Uh, but for most of us, it'll be a mild illness. And we'll get it and we'll be bunged up at home and taking our paracetamol and taking our fluids and minding ourselves for, for a few days. Um, so I'm not particularly concerned. Um, it's a reality that any, any of us could. I'm much more concerned that I'd get it or you'd get it 
or somebody watching this podcast would get it and pass it on to somebody vulnerable, pass it on to an older person in the community. So I suppose the responsibility that I have as a citizen is the same as the one we all have, which is to try and make sure I don't get it so that I don't give it to somebody else. Um, because, you know, people of our age in general, we may well get it. Generally speaking, and there's exceptions to every rule, um, we're likely to recover well. Obviously, if somebody of an older age and maybe with, or, or indeed somebody with, a, with an underlying health condition was to get it, that's a much more difficult situation for them. So, yeah, I'm, I'm conscious as I go about my own um, daily life and conscious that by virtue of the fact that I have to keep going, I'm coming into contact with people. But uh, I'm trying to do my bit in terms of the social distancing as well. One of the key things that I think has been really impressive so far, and I have no affiliation to any government party, I'm non-political in, in that regard, but it's been obviously on Taoiseach's address to the nation. I think it was really powerful. It really got people together. Are we likely to see more addresses like that from maybe on Taoiseach, but also from from yourself in the coming weeks? I'm loving this working in uh, working from home in real time where <laughs> you can see Alex beginning to wake. Yeah, we're, um, I, I mean, the Taoiseach did a super job uh, last night. He he, um, sorry, he didn't, wasn't last night. All the days have rolled into one. That's okay. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Recent days when he uh, addressed the nation. And I think he did exactly what people He told them the truth, but he also told them we're going to work together to get through this. No one will be left alone uh, and we will prevail. You know, it doesn't, mightn't seem like it today and it mightn't seem like it in a couple of weeks time, but we're going to get through this. Uh, and we're going to be a great country again at the end of it too. But I think, I think I have to be really fair here because as I am a politician, when it comes to this, I'm not in any way party political either. I've seen extraordinary leadership um, from people right across the political divide. Like there is no time for kind of petty party politics in this. And I'm really grateful for the support from not just government colleagues, uh, but also the opposition. Everybody's really kind of putting their shoulder to the wheel. And I think that's what people expect. And I think the other thing they expect from us as politicians is not to pretend we're doctors. So, you know, this is a public health crisis. We have to make our decisions, not based on, you know, what I think when I get up in the morning, but based on what I'm hearing from the World Health Organization. Uh, from the European Centre for Disease Prevention, from Dr. Tony Hoolan, our Chief Medical Officer. So I want people here to know that, yeah, politicians are going to do our bit to try and provide leadership and to take decisions that need to be taken, but we're going to take them based on really, really good public health advice. You're listening to Real Health with Carl Henry in association with Leia Healthcare. One of the key things facing people around the country, uh, I think, will be mental health, and that's going to become increasingly important over the course of the next couple of weeks. Would you agree? Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about this. Uh, I was talking in the Dáil yesterday on the emergency uh, legislation we're bringing in. And I mean, I was just referring to the fact that I think there's a real sense of both individual and national anxiety. Right? Um, people are nervous. And I get that. We're all nervous. Um, this is a virus we don't know a lot about. Um, it's only known to the world for about 15 weeks. And we're all being asked to live our lives in different ways. And on top of that, let's be really honest, there's economic consequences to this too, at least in the short term. You know, I had to make a decision with the publicans there on last Sunday to, to close pubs. The moment we made that decision, and it was the right decision, but the moment we made that decision, that put about 50,000 people out of their jobs, at least temporarily. So everybody, there is this collective national anxiety. I just want to be, and like you're, you're brilliant at this sort of stuff, I just want to make sure that we don't just look after people from the coronavirus here, but that we actually try and mind the well-being of people. And what I hope we see in the coming days and weeks are all of us trying to promote and support initiatives to help us keep our head during this too. Um, you know, to, it's perfectly acceptable. In fact, it's a good idea to get out and take a walk. Do your social distancing. Don't go to a big crowded place, but get out, get a bit of exercise. You know, there are things that we can pro probably do at home that maybe we've been too busy going out socialising at the weekends before. Read a book, 
you know, declutter the attic, you know, things that we put off around the house, keep busy. Um, and I think that is important because, you know, we're human beings, we have a mental health and a physical health, and one feeds into the other. So I, I am genuinely worried at the moment. And, you know, I, I want people to know, because I believe this to be true, as a country, we're not going to leave anyone alone during this. Um, we're going to ask people to do really difficult things, and we already are. But we're going to look out for each other, and we're going to support each other. And quite frankly, I think that's the only way we get through this. The emergency legislation, was it badly needed? It was, but it shouldn't be seen as a scary thing, right? So I've asked people to cancel events, parades, matches, and everybody's complied. Everyone's gone along with it because people are genuinely putting the interests of their families and their communities first, and I thank them for that. But we need to make sure that if we did need to, say, close down that event or stop this, that we have the ability to do that. Um, and, we, and we need to make sure that if somebody has the virus, that we can make sure they can isolate. Now, obviously, if somebody gets sick, they're going to want medical help. But in, you know, this has never happened before. But if there's a peculiar situation where somebody has the virus and won't isolate, we have to be able to make sure that they do. So I don't think it should be seen as a kind of scary thing, but rather just making sure we all have the powers to keep each other safe. It, it is about saving lives. I think one thing people will have taken from the speech earlier in the week by Antishak is the surge um, and the concerns around that. Uh, 15,000 possible cases by the end of the month. How can people, I suppose, prepare for that, if that's that's the right right word or the right terminology? Yeah, so I, I think the first thing to remember is we're not powerless in this, because I think when we talk about global pandemics, big numbers, we can all at an individual level, and I get this, we can all kind of feel powerless. This is inevitable. This is going to happen. So what is inevitable is lots of people in Ireland are going to get the coronavirus. That's inevitable. But the overwhelming majority of people who get it are going to recover really well and not need hospital care. Some people, though, will need to go to hospital, and some people will need critical care, and sadly, some people will pass away. If we want to limit those numbers of people who pass away, limit the numbers of people who end up in hospital, it's back to our earlier conversation. We all have a role to play in terms of the social distancing. So I can't tell people, because I've no interest in telling people anything other than the truth here. The numbers are going to rise, and they're going to rise, and they're going to rise. And we're going to probably see by the end of this, by this weekend, well over a thousand people in Ireland with the coronavirus. And by the following weekend, we'll see several thousand people. But that's only one figure, because most of us who get the coronavirus will be okay. The figure we need to watch is how many end up in hospital and how many end up in the ICU. That's what we all have to do. Keep your, keep your, your, you know, your mum or your dad safe. Keep your granny or your granddad safe. Keep vulnerable people in the community safe. And the health service is doing a huge amount to prepare. No health service in the world can be ready for this if, it, if the peak comes at the wrong time. So that's why we've got to help them. But we're hiring extra staff. We launched this thing asking anybody who maybe was a nurse, a doctor, a healthcare professional, or just has another skill set to go on to hse.ie forward slash on call to be on call for Ireland. First couple of hours, we had 12,000 people sign up, 24,000 people at the end of the first day, 40,000 people yesterday. We're hearing of the 24 Irish doctors from Perth getting on a plane and coming back to work for Ireland and to help us. The GP from Toronto contacted me yesterday to say, I'm coming home, I want to help my country. So people are doing phenomenal work. And we're working with the private hospitals because there can't be any public-private in relation to this. We need every bed we can get. We're trying to buy more ventilators. We're trying to make sure that people who traditionally have to go to the hospital can now be maybe treated in the community. We're testing as much as we possibly can for this virus. And I gotta be honest with people, that's gonna mean you're gonna wait a number of days because we've gotta test, test, test as many people as, as is appropriate to do so to find as much of this virus. Because the more we find, the more we can isolate, the more we can talk to other people who might've been in contact with it. So I can just assure people, 
a massive amount of work is going on here. There's no limit in terms of the resources that the health service can have. But to be honest, that is somewhat small fish compared to the role you can play because you, the citizen, you, the family, you, the community can actually help decide more than I can as health minister and uh, whether or not we can flatten back up. And we, we've seen, so as Croke Park was the beacon yeah. for, uh, you know, the new testing centres and drive-through th- testing centres. Are we going to see a lot more of them around the country? We are. We're going to see 30 of them around the country. So Crow Park obviously probably being the biggest one uh, for obvious reasons. There's also ones open in the grounds of hospitals. Uh, there's a Garda station, an old Garda station being used. So a lot, a lot of facilities. We'll have 30 of them open in the coming days. I think there's about 20 something open as of today. And that's up until, up until recently, the ambulance service used to go to your house and do the test. They did amazing work. But the scale now is so large, we need dedicated testing centres. So we'll have 30 of them open now very shortly. Okay. And finally, I suppose, uh, this is going to be a time you'll never forget. Um, (laughs) And I I would imagine you're proud to be in the position that you're in and to be leading the country through uncharted waters. Yeah, look, I feel a huge sense of responsibility here. Um, But I'm conscious that I'm working as a cog in a wheel uh, full of amazing people who are so dedicated. And I'm proud to be Irish. I mean, this is going to be a really, really difficult time. Really difficult time. But we are going to get through this uh, by working together uh, and by supporting each other. And I just want to thank uh, the Chief Medical Officer, Dr. Tony Houlihan. I want to thank his incredible team. I mean, people are making so many amazing sacrifices here. And when we look back on this as a country, I want us to be able to say, do you remember that time in 2020 when that awful virus came to our country and we worked together and we made sure that we could actually save lives? And, that, and that's, really what this, that's really what this is about. But, I, if I can respectfully say it's a great time for you and the work you do, you have other roles to play in this as well in helping kind of protect our mental health. You know how much our physical health is linked to our mental health and vice versa. And I think anything we can do to use our own platforms to try and keep people well, encourage people as you always do to get up off the couch during the ad break, like let's make sure, let's make sure that we don't just protect people from the coronavirus, but that we actually all try to keep healthy and well and, um, and let's all work together on that. Minister for Health, Simon Harris, on behalf of myself, my team here at Real Health, and all the team who work on the show with us, and all of our listeners, and my own family as well. You heard Alex interrupt us uh, earlier <laughs> on. My apologies. This is uh, Uncharted all. Waters, uh, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy Daycare and podcasting yeah. at the same time. But honestly, um, you and I don't really know each other. I've chatted to you before. We've met once or twice. I, I've been blown away by the strength and the, the, the real sense of communication that yourself and all your government colleagues have shown. I think it's crucial over the course of the coming weeks to have that leadership in place. And when you look all around the world at other countries who have this problem, they don't have the leadership or the communication that we have in Ireland. I think we're very, very lucky to have it. And I thank you genuinely on behalf of all our team and myself and our listeners for, uh, for that. And thank you so much for talking to us. This will go out and help so many people. The key message from what we're chatting about very much is personal responsibility. The, mo- the more personal responsibility we take, the safer and healthier we're going to be as a nation. Have a wonderful day. Do keep minding yourself uh, and you know try and get some sleep as well as much as you possibly can. But thank you so much for everything. Minister Simon Harris, thank you so much. Slong to fall. Slong to Bye. Folks, it's a crucial episode. I'm very proud to have the minister on today's show. 
It's a simple message. Personal responsibility is absolutely crucial. We will be here every single week helping you and assisting you and trying to make you stay positive over the course of the coming weeks. And do check me out on all my social media platforms because my role here is to keep you positive and well. It's at Carl Henry PT. If you have any questions, you know where we are. It's realhealthatindependent.ie. And we have another episode coming uh, next Thursday as per usual. Have a wonderful week. Stay safe, stay healthy. And as ever, slightly cheeky, don't forget to rate and review. It's always important. Have a great week mind yourselves and we'll see you soon leia healthcare looking after you always proud sponsors of real health with carl henry